0: Tuning back into the Teach and Coach GA podcast. Joining me this week is Autumn McKay, CMO or Chief Mom Officer, over at bestmomideas.com. Autumn is a former classroom teacher, online teacher, and now a uh, successful author and publishing several amazing books for toddlers and kids that I actually am using myself. So, really interesting episode here as we dive into all kinds of things to help your student at home and honestly to help them be more successful when they're back in the classroom as well. Also be sure to stay tuned all the way to the very end because Autumn has a freebie for Teaching Coach GA listeners. This isn't like a hey you get a discount code but you still need to buy something. This is like you're actually going to get something for free and that's awesome. So make sure you listen to the end to get that freebie for Teaching Coach GA listeners. But let's go ahead and jump into our interview with Autumn McKay. Joining me this week is Autumn McKay. Autumn is a former classroom teacher, online teacher, author, mother of three, and probably most impressive of all those deals with me as her brother-in-law. Autumn, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's good to be on the show. So Autumn reached out after listening to uh, the Literal App interview, which if you haven't already uh, checked that out and listened to that, be sure to go back and uh, listen to that Literal app interview. It's a really, really cool app as far as reading uh, and uh, an online platform with an app to be able to engage students. But Autumn, one thing we wanted to talk about today is, is not using apps and sort of limiting that screen time, which Literal isn't really focused on that. Literal isn't looking at the kid that, that uh, is reducing screen time. They're, they're focused on the kid who's already immersed in that digital world. Uh, but for parents and guardians that are trying to reduce screen time for their kids, sort of, do you have any recommendations and sort of why they might want to reduce screen time?
1: Yeah. And so like with the literal app, I know that they're targeting reader or kids that aren't reading. Um, so for those that are like immersed in the screens, that's a great way to target those. Um, but if you do want to limit your child's screen time, then. Um, First of all, you have to be a good role model with your uh, limitations of screen time Um, because, like, your kid is going to imitate whatever you're doing. So you need to be a good role model for them and make sure your phone or your tablet is put away. And that way they're not tempted to also be on the screen. Um, But the benefits of limiting screen time, especially for younger kids, is that, so screens, um, like all the apps and games and shows that a child can um, have access to on a screen, those are all like hyper arousing, full of effects and stimulating to keep them on the screen. And a lot of that stimulation, if a child is constantly given that stimulation, they're going to expect it all the time. So it um, when it comes to reading like a book or something, then that's going to be a boring task for them. And so they're going to expect that um, effects and sound effects and all the things if they're reading a book, and they're not really going to enjoy the experience of reading a book. And so that will become like a boring, uh, task for them, which we all want our kids to love to read. Right. So, um, (laughs) so that's not really a a great thing to have constantly fed to them because it does shorten their focus and attention span and no kid really needs a shorter attention span.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll, I'll jump in there. I So as you're talking about this, I'm remembering, you you had kids and, and and your uh you and your husband had kids prior to me having kids mm-hmm. and most of my friends had kids prior too so that gave my wife and I well Carrie and I like I, I'm speaking like you don't know who it is <laughs> the opportunity to sort of observe others and see sort of how their kids acted and how their kids uh sort of interacted and did things and it was amazing to us sort of the difference uh between kids that are, that have that stimulus of the screen time. And like you said, their focus and attention and the kids that don't. And it's so rare that I don't think many people see the kids that don't and realize, wow, like this is possible, uh, to have kids that are a little bit more focused. I mean, they're still kids, right? Kids are going to be right. Kids, right. But you're 100% are they're, they're more focused, uh, being able to see it in your own, in your own children, um, and then also being able to see it some in, in my kids as well, and it it's funny you mentioned they they want to expect screen time. So my daughter woke up a couple of weeks ago just like super angry, and I'm saying mm-hmm. again, my daughter like you don't know who it is, <laughs> but for the people listening, they don't. So she wakes up and it's just super grumpy, like just just unbelievably grumpy. And she's seen Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or whatever it's called uh, uh, several times. We'll watch it, you know, maybe on the weekend or something like that. But I I thought well you know hey let's let's watch she calls it Minnie Mouse. Let's watch Minnie Mouse. And she, okay, yeah, let's, that that calmed down the grumpiness immediately. However, since then for about a week, she wakes up and immediately (laughs) starts screaming. And I know that she wants to go sit down and watch Minnie Mouse. And that's her expectation. She wants that stimulus of watching, uh, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. So 100%, I've been able to see exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. And it's so weird that like you'll give them the screen to like calm them down for that one instant. But then like when you take it away or like um, the expectation is there for the next nap time when she wakes up grumpy or whatever, and then the meltdown sometimes gets worse, like when you take it away. And so it's like, kind of backfires on you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. It's like weaning them back off of just from one one iPad experience.
1: We, we went through many of those (laughs) meltdowns.
0: So what, what obviously the, the increased focus from kids, um, with being able to reduce screen time other than sort of modeling it, are there ways that y'all go about trying to reduce screen time for, for y'all's kids?
1: Yeah. So we, um, we do like a weekly detox, I guess what you would call where we don't do like any shows, like no TV, no computer time, no screens, like two days a week. And I know it like seems like a lot or whatever. Um, but they really, it, it, after about a month, they really don't notice that you're taking the time off for two days a week. Um, they go and pick other things to do. And at first, you have to like kind of guide them like, why don't you go color a picture of a castle, or why don't you go build me a Lego figure? Um, and you kind of have to guide them with what to do with that time. But um, now they don't even notice, and y- usually we'll go a couple days more than two without. A show or something. Um, every Friday, now that my kids are older, we have computer time after they finish their schoolwork. So they get like 30 minutes on the computer doing um, either typing or coding or um, some educational games. But um, that's as their age increase, we added in some computer time. And with computers, it's a little different because like, they can't carry the computer screen around with them. Um, So it's a little easier to say, all right, turn off the computer and go do something else. Whereas like with a tablet or your phone or something, they might just kind of like sneak off with it and you wouldn't even notice because you're busy doing something else. So um, that has helped limit our screen time as well.
0: Where where did this start for y'all? How did... You know, because I, I remember when y'all's kids were really little, and there's a picture that that your husband actually sent over to me of y'all sitting down there, really small, watching cartoons, or maybe watching like a some sort of. Of money management, <laughs> kind of TV show business, something. I, can, I think it was on CNBC or CM. That uh, oh, probably the profit
1: or something. There yeah. we go. That was that's exactly
0: <laughs> what I was thinking. So y'all were all sitting down and watching TV, and se- and he sent me that photo. Where so where did it turn for y'all? How did how did you realize to sort of start this?
1: Um, we kind of realized it with ourselves first that we were constantly on our phones. And because we were on our phones all the time, our kids also wanted to be on our phones. They wanted to, like, see what we were doing and mimic what we were doing. And we had gotten into the routine of eating dinner in front of the TV instead of, like, turning it off. And we all go sit at the dinner table and communicate mm-hmm. Um And so we noticed that that had become the expectation and we weren't um, making those emotional connections or bonding together and uh, figuring out how each other's day went or um, anything like that. And so we, we decided that we needed to be good role models to them and we needed to put our phones down, especially... At dinner time, um, so we would we started off by like just leaving our phones on the counter at dinner time and we um, started eating dinner at the dinner table instead of in front of the TV and um that really helped bring our family closer together and it helped our kids see that like they're more important than our phones um mm-hmm so we, we really had to take initiative of our own actions. And then, um, then our kids kind of followed step, but we also noticed, so our oldest is eight or about to be eight. And, um, we, we parented with our phones, um, probably when he was like 18 months or two, not, not, all the time or anything, but we would let him watch little videos or um, play little ABC games or things like that. And mm-hmm. we noticed that when we took it away or we like said time was up, there was a bigger meltdown. And then he was also like constantly asking for it, and we kind of got like tired of it. We we're like, "All right, <laughs> this is enough." So we just kind of had to figure out that he was, it's a, it's a strong word to say, but he was kind of like addicted to it, addicted Mm -hmm. to like the, the screens and being on it and the stimulation of it. Um, But so we had to like detox him for it. And then we, we learned with our other two not to even like start that process.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, the idea of getting around the the dinner table and, I see it, you know, we enjoy eating out and you see it so much at restaurants where a family sits down and, you know, everybody's on their phone or they prop up a device in front of their kids. And it's really sort of heartbreaking for me because I look at it and just think, man, you know, take that away, interact with as as a family. Um, And it's 100 percent doable. And and I I don't say this to, to sound like I'm bragging, but. And there's times that my kids have had meltdowns in restaurants, but we were at a nice, nice restaurant the other night having a dinner and, uh, there was all kinds of groups and events around us having dinner as well. And i, I when I sat down, I sort of took note and thought these people are all probably thinking, oh my gosh, these people <laughs> with the two kids are about to ruin this place, right? <laughs> these kids are going to go crazy and they were awesome. And there's been times that they haven't been, but they were this, this occasion, they were awesome. There was no iPhone, there was no iPad. It was us interacting with them now, to be fair, my son ate a ton because if he doesn't have food in front of him, he's going to scream <laughs> so he's he's eating a lot the whole time, but like just interacting and having fun at dinner and as we left, one of the the groups of these people, this giant party table uh, told us how wonderful i couldn 't believe how well behaved our children were uh, and it was just sort of that validation of hey, it is possible to do this without the the smartphone without the the iPad without that device. So hopefully, folks that are listening—I know most teachers uh, that are listening have kids, many of them young themselves—will uh, will take some of these uh, things to heart and uh, and sort of utilize them as they as they continue parenting their kids. Is there? Do you have anything, Autumn, that y'all have, or any recommendations of places where people could get more info about? And I didn't prep you for that, but any <laughs> where you know that people could get more info about reducing screen time that y'all found is valuable?
1: Um, yeah. So we've. Re- we've read um glow kids that's a good book that we've read we've also read what is it um how to teach your kids to think i think is what okay. it's called that's a good book and then i have a bunch of um blog posts that i've written on my website at um okay. bestmomideas.com
0: perfect for well, for
1: moms like moms that want to reduce screen time and for like the kids side also
0: or I'll, dads. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll make sure to include those links to all those things down in uh, the description for this, this episode. So if y'all are wanting to check those out, be sure to check the, uh, the description as you go through. So also a big thing autumn going on now is obviously people are working from home. Uh, my wife has transitioned to working from home every day. Uh, but there's also people that are working from home that have small kids that are taking, classes at home. I, I still teach online and I've got 56 graders who are, wow. most of them are 100% online, uh, working, you know, doing their schoolwork at home. Obviously a parent or guardian is going to be there with them, uh, most likely working as well. Um, do you have any recommendations on sort of balancing that of how, how to balance school online, work online, all this stuff going on at home and making that a successful experience for everybody?
1: Yeah. So, um, As you said, I work from home and I have three kids that are in school two days and then they're homeschool three days. So I've kind of like got every side of it. But um, yeah, so to balance all the things, uh, the number one recommendation I would give every parent is to have grace. Like you need grace for yourself. Because you're gonna have tough days, and you're gonna mess up or um, yell at your kids when you're not supposed to. Um, and then you're what? I
0: yell at their <laughs> children? What?
1: Uh, I've been there, done that. Um, <laughs> and then your kids are also gonna have bad days where they're gonna be frustrated with the work or frustrated with. You, um, so you just need to remember to have grace for them and for yourself because not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. There's probably going to be more better bad days or let's just get through this day. Um, So just make sure that you remember to have grace for yourself and for your child. Um, Another recommendation that I would have is to have a routine. Routines have been like my lifeline since we had a family, and we love them. We thrive on them. Most kids do thrive on routines because they understand the expectations during the routine that you have in place. They It prepares their mind for what they need to do during that time. And our routine is not A strict like schedule where 9 a.m. we're starting school, 10.05, you can have a bathroom break. Nothing like that. (laughs) It's more of like a um a flow kind of routine. So like after they wake up, we have breakfast, we get ready, then we start our day with calendar time, then we go into independent work kind of thing, where it's not a set like time. It's just the order of the day mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, so if you have young kids also even pre like before school, then I would still suggest a routine because that helps those children to also like understand the expectations. Like mommy has to work at this time and I need to play quietly at this time while she's mm-hmm. working and kind of thing. Um, and it also gives them like something to look forward to during the day cuz if there's like if you have activity time for your preschooler um while you're at home then it gives them um something to look forward to like we get to do activity time in 30 minutes or after they finish this phone call or something like that and then like if you're older kids also have a routine, it gives them something to look forward, like the subject to look forward to while they're doing their schoolwork. So if they enjoy math the most, then it gives them uh, something to look forward to when they get to that math subject. Um, and then also on the flip side of that, you also need to have flexibility. So um, have your routine in place, but kind of be flexible with it. So. Like, with that said, um, if you're doing schoolwork, like a school-age child, if they're doing their schoolwork and it's just become, like, very boring for them, then switch it up. Let them get a clipboard and take their work outside and just – or let them do their work underneath the kitchen table in a fort or something. Like, we've had to do that because – schoolwork became uh, a little too much and too overwhelming and things Mm -hmm. like that. So just kind of like change it up for them and make it exciting again. And then, but still keep it in the same routine, if that makes sense. And then you can still do that, be flexible with preschoolers as well. Uh, Do activities outside or inside or um, go to like, do it in the garage or something like that. Just like change up where you're doing it because a new place to any child is like a a fun adventure.
0: <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I think those, the, the routine thing is huge. Um, and, and still having flexibility with the routine, uh, with ours, we have a, a two year old and a one year old and routine is 100% <laughs> kept us sane. Uh, yes. with that and then w- especially once we were able to match up their routines and they were both on sort on the same flow uh, that was uh, that was a huge deal um, right so finding that routine is a big deal I also love that you mentioned activities and things like that because that's something for me uh, some of the stuff that you have with your your books that I mentioned in the beginning uh, that has been huge for me I like to think I'm a pretty creative person as a former full-time teacher created all this cool online content. At least I think it was cool online (laughs) content. Um, You know, when it came to my two little ones, it was like, I don't really have any experience with how to teach slash entertain slash have fun with a two-year-old and a one-year-old. Like how, what do I, what do I do? There's no guidebook for that. Right. (laughs) So it was awesome because I knew in advance, obviously with y'all, seeing seeing y'all as much as we do that you had these books that, and one that we've used a ton is the is the toddler activity guide. Um, it's actually the first one we broke out. And I probably broke it out with my daughter too early. Um, for her, she was probably ready for it around 20 months. And I probably tried it uh, a few months too early. Um, but went back to it again. And she absolutely loves it. Um, and the big thing for me is is there's days I have ideas to do things. But there's a lot of days that I don't. And it's awesome to be able to open up something that's going to give you some ideas for that day, um, and include the resources for it. So it's 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 been a lifesaver for us um, and for me, uh, and and for my daughter. I send you pictures quite a bit of Hey, we're doing this today. We're doing this just to uh, you know just to share what what she's working on. So it, for those that that are looking for activities, I can't recommend more. I mean, not just like Hey, this person has a book, but I use this book like it is. It is a very very Uh, helpful resource to any parent, especially a parent with toddler toddlers or somebody who's teaching in the, you know, in that preschool age area uh, that has little ones in there with them. It's a great resource to uh, to go to and use. And then the other one that, that we're using actually right now this week, we're on green week. I skipped yellow (laughs) week only because I wanted to do a Christmas tree with my daughter um, and skipped over to green week this week. And uh, that's your, uh, your, your color, I might forget the name of it. I was about to say coloring book. That's not right. What's the, what's the right name for it?
1: Toddler lesson plans, learning colors.
0: There we go. So that, that one uh, has been a lot of fun. Um, I like to look at it like on Sunday before we go to the grocery store and see like, all right, do I need to get any food coloring? Do I need to get this? What do I need to to sort of have prep for the week? Um, And it too is a great resource as far as beginning to teach your toddler uh, different things. Uh, again, in this case, colors. So, uh, my daughter has loved it. I I enjoy. I'm over here looking at the green Christmas tree and the the frog that she she colored slash painted, which is just basically lots of green squiggly lines <laughs> on it. But uh, but it's hung on the wall with pride over there as well. So, uh, those are two books that that I'm familiar with that I have used with my kiddos. But uh, Autumn, y'all have a lot of others as well. For people that that wanted to check out uh, some of your your resources for. For kids, where where could they find those?
1: Um, all of them can be found on bestmomideas.com or Amazon. They're all all the physical books are on Amazon as well. Okay,
0: perfect. So I'll include, I'll include a link on where to track those books down. Uh, I can't recommend those enough and uh, also link back to some of the things we've talked about on the show, including uh, some of those resources on limiting screen time. And also there's a freebie for Teaching Coach GA listeners that, uh, that Autumn is giving away. So I'll include the resource uh, or sorry, the link to that uh, down in the description as well. There's some dashes or hyphens, so I don't want to say it wrong. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and that way y'all can, can jump on that freebie and check out those other, other awesome resources that, uh, that Autumn has over there at bestmomideas.com. Uh, Autumn. Before we wrap up, I always ask people one thing. I didn't tell you about this. Maybe you've heard it on another <laughs> another show. But I like to end with something that that uh, the the person joining me is proud of. It could be in their personal life or their uh, business life, uh, what or professional life, whatever uh, whatever it may be. And the reason why I always like to ask it is because I think it's a good reminder for for everybody of you know. Sometimes we get frustrated and you know, we're not doing this or getting that done. It's sometimes a good reminder of. Hey, we are getting really good things done. We are getting awesome things accomplished. Um so something you're proud of in your professional life or your personal life that you'd want to share.
1: Hmm. Uh I think I am most proud that um being a mom probably to our three kids.
0: <laughs> that that is a good response and there are three awesome kids. Um, And as you said, I think one of them has a birthday coming up soon. So that's exciting. Um, All right. Well, Autumn, thank you so much for joining the show. I know that everybody listening, I'm sure there's lots of notes that's been taken. And uh, people will be jumping on that freebie and checking out the description for all that other great info. Thank you again, Autumn.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: A huge thank you again to Autumn McKay for joining the show and and sharing all of her knowledge and and work and effort that she's put into uh, things like reducing screen time for her own kids and then providing so many resources for other parents. I know speaking from, from my experience, uh, those books have been just a huge blessing uh, for, for me and my family as, as it's made a difference in, in how my daughter's learning. And uh, here soon, hopefully my son as well as he'll get uh, be getting into those, uh, those activities here in not too long. I do want to provide that uh, that link for listeners as well to take advantage of that freebie. I'm going to put it in the description, but if you have an awesome memory, then then maybe you'll you'll be able to plug it in right from here. But it is bestmomideas.com slash teach dash and dash coach dash GA. So I'll put that in the description also as well as some of those books and other links to uh, resources that Autumn has on her website. To be able to uh, help parents reduce screen time and model that for their kids, and also help their kids reduce screen time. Uh, hopefully, you found uh, this interview super helpful for you. Whether you are a classroom teacher uh, working with uh, older students, or if you are a, uh, a pre-K or, or kindergarten teacher working with those younger kids, you know we can all model uh, for for others what uh, what they should be doing with their screens, right? We uh, we don't want to have A world of people hunched over staring down at their screens it's really not that awesome so uh, thank you again Autumn for uh, for joining us thank you all for listening and look forward to sharing with you next week uh, some of the work I've been putting together for a new idea I have on how we can teach and how we can deliver content to our students so look forward to touching base with you then until then have a great week oh I almost forgot I have an assignment for you There's a lot of people listening to the podcast, but not a lot of reviews. And those reviews really help for others to find the podcast and for them to be able to listen. So please take a few minutes and write a review for the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Up to you on whatever you're using, whatever platform you use. Take a few minutes, write a quick review. It really makes a big difference. I read them, makes my heart happy. Even if they're bad, I'm just happy because somebody took the time to write something. So, good or bad, let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. Oh, and you can find me on Twitter at TeachAndCoachGA or my website, TeachAndCoachGA.com. And if you need help with that review, message me on Twitter or email me. And I'll even walk you through on how to do the review. So, I'm here to help. Have a great day. Music from Bensound.com and called Sunny.